0: Dogs rule and cats are king. one 405 8405 Wow. On the show today? Really, Judy? Uh-huh. The pet butler. Actually, the founder of the pet butler. Bobby, weren't you talking about the pet butler last last week? Didn't we do a story on them that
1: they, let's see, how do we want to say this nicely? They scoop the poop. They, yeah, they scoop
2: the poop and actually they're one and of the... And they're
0: a really cool company. And making money. One of the few businesses making money in this who would have known
2: that scoop and poop could be so profitable uh, i think we're doing the wrong thing <laughs> there's plenty of poop around here <laughs> i think there are a
1: lot of similarities between oh,
0: never- the founder of the pet butler will be on the show today to share some tips with us of course the whole dream team of experts here dr debbie uh, to answer your vet medical questions vladi the world famous russian dog wizard Vinny penn animal communicator joy turner Interestingly enough, the phones are already on hold for her. They've been calling since what nine o'clock this morning. Yes. Fido Friendly's travel talk Susan Sim joins us. Dr. Jim Humphreys, Britt Savage, and News Director Bobby Hill. What's up?
3: What's up? Hello. 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 Is
0: this thing? On? Hi. How are you? Is this
1: thing on? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you guys doing? Oh, it's a beautiful day outside.
2: Yes, it is. Isn't it nice? We should be out there instead of in here. I will be out there later. I have to
0: go to work for our government. Oh yes. Ooh. Now, do you actually go from house to house? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Super, Super secret
1: Sheeta. assignment. But yeah, that's pretty much what we do, Hal. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I should probably pull up my news, huh? I was like cruising the internet. What do you got coming up in the news? I get to say zoonotic.
0: Oh, I thought it was zoonotic. 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 Oh,
1: God, which one is it? <laughs>
0: You're going to have to actually look that one up at uh, dictionary.com with the pronunciation.
1: I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! Hate because
0: I remember Marty Becker said, "I can't believe you said it right, Hal." Most people don't say it right, really? and that's how I Zoonotic, say.
1: Zoonotic, right? Zoonotic.
0: I always went kind of zo with the zo, but
1: I it's could be Zoology.
0: Wrong. You mean zoology? <laughs> no, it's
2: zoology. <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. We're going to take a look at what is going on
1: with former NFL quarterback Michael Vick. He is getting ready to plead to a judge to please let him file for bankruptcy on account of he lost so much money with that whole dog-fighting thing. I
0: have all the details coming up in the news. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard on the way, Vinny Penn. Also, Dr. Tim Humphreys.
1: I'm sorry I'm losing my voice. I was at Disneyland Thursday with my aunt and my cousins, and there was too much laughing and screaming going on.
0: You live there now, don't you?
1: Mm-hmm, pretty much. Got my own section of the park and everything. God, I
2: haven't been there in 20 years.
1: So while at the park, they, of course, you know, every once in a while, you get somebody that's uh, training a companion animal.
4: Uh-huh. uh-huh. And there
1: was a gentleman that was coming through with a uh, Scottish Highland Terrier that is a service dog at uh, St. Joe's Hospital in Orange County. Uh-huh. And he's just cruising through the park. He goes on Pirates of the Caribbean wow. with his dog. the Haunted Mansion with the dog. Ow. I wonder how the dog thinks of. It. I mean, it's got to
0: freak the dog out.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, and here's the deal: because talking with this gentleman, because I've seen service dogs at Disneyland before. Most of them puppies in training, and uh-huh. you know, kind of toddler dogs on up. Well, this dog, this uh, Scotty, was he was six years old, seven years old. His owner said he was just so calm that obviously that's the reason he is such a good service dog but the rides don't bother him obviously you can't take him on space mountain there's a limit
2: yeah yeah okay, but, okay. yeah you would think he would be afraid of the haunted mansion no
1: nope. didn't care about the haunted mansion didn't care about, and remember pirates has two little you know drops good size drops they're sissy ones but they're still drops wow so but he apparently likes it <laughs>
5: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
6: Hey, this is Sean
7: Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. 1-866-405-8405.
0: One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That is the number toll free to Animal Radio. We celebrate our connection with our pets every weekend. We invite you to join us. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, well, he's a behavior guy. He's a
8: He's in the other room now, so I'll, I'll be real quick. He's a it. pain in the neck, no. He's, 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 <laughs> a <little bit> of, <laughs> he's like my big brother. He's like, you know, picking on me. Last week he was picking on me, and you know, I left say? the what room. What he saying last week? What was he saying last he, week? He didn't think I got the joke about the coconut oil being some kind of uh, uh, help for venereal diseases. And uh, oh, You mean it isn't? Oh, I don't know, but he thought I didn't at least understand what he was saying.
0: Well, he was uh, he was I'm actually trained.
8: Blonde. He was uh, not
0: really blonde, are you?
8: He was yeah, trained order. by, uh,
0: here, turn around. No, you're not blonde. Uh-huh. By the way, it's nice to see you back in your white jacket today. It lends hey, the credibility of authority. Uh, should we go right to the phones there? I've lost complete track. Let's I do believe we have Mike on the phone. Hi, Mike. Hello. How are you? I have a uh, six-and-a-half-year-old
9: toy poodle that uh, is in great shape and love her to death. But uh, about a week ago, I had let her out and we were uh, walking, you know, let, letting her just do her thing. And usually, I don't know how to say it, I guess, usually when she goes number two, she has this scratch on the grass and then takes off like a little rocket.
10: Mm-hmm. And
9: she did the same, same thing then, but uh, what happened, and I, I really don't know what happened, but she started running and just started yelping and she had been able to, uh, walk on her rear leg. Oh.
2: Okay. And I,
9: I, I don't know, uh, it's not tender or anything as far as when I try to touch it, but she's still just limp.
8: I was wondering
9: so is she, if she continually, any,
8: is yeah. she picking that leg up all the time now or is she putting some weight on it?
9: Uh, starting to put some weight, but, uh, not very often at all. Usually it's just uh, lifted up and she's running on three legs.
8: Oh, gosh. Well, that's pretty bad. Now, has she ever had any problems before with her back end? Any um, kneecap problems that you know of?
9: Uh, nope. Uh, she's, and she's been with me. Uh, I drive truck over the road and she's been with me 24-7 for six and a half years. And okay. uh, not, nothing at all. She, As a pup, even, she used to kind of favored her she kind of skipped every once in a while but you know she's she hasn't fallen or uh you know nothing's hit her or anything like that
8: okay so when you uh, said she she used to do the skipping is that kind of like where she'd pick up a back leg for maybe a step or two and then she'd start running on it again and then maybe that would happen later in the day as well
9: right and uh, uh if she wants she'll pull you like a little uh uh... bulldog or whatever very <laughs> strong, and she uses both legs that way but uh, in the last week now she has, hasn't got much
8: better okay uh, yeah and this is a kind of a tough radio call because i'd want to take my hands and kind of feel things and see if i could find the particular joint where she's uh, sensitive my suspicion is from what you described so far i would really be concerned about her knee and um... poodles are a toy breed that can commonly have a problem with the kneecap called a luxating patella And basically, it's a congenital problem. We've seen a lot of toy breeds where their kneecap kind of pops out of place. And on an occasional basis, this can happen. And it's kind of similar to what you described, where the dog's running around. They carry the leg for a step or two, and then they keep on going like nothing ever happened that can be a subtle sign of a intermittent kneecap luxation or um, patellar luxation. So that kind of in the history makes me wonder if that might be what uh, it was an underlying thing and then now for some reason either that kneecap is completely out or some other ligaments in that knee have been ruptured or injured and I would say the most important thing I'd want to do is get her to a veterinarian where we can do a good orthopedic exam and probably some x-rays because we're going to want to make sure that hip is okay and And nothing's popped out in that area. Um, But I would definitely focus my attention towards her kneecap area.
9: Okay. And again, I've, uh, you know, feel around for any dislocation or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. uh, her leg or shoulder, all of that is, none of it bothers her at all. I mean, as far as when I'm feeling around touching. Okay. Uh, but, well, that, but that's it's certainly good, good.
8: I would, I'd still say, you know, there's, there's ways that I have of making dogs cry. <laughs> and I can sometimes find that ouchy spot, um, when a family member at home can't just because there's particular movements that a veterinarian is going to do, um, little stresses that we put on ligaments. And that helps us to diagnose, um, a lameness problem. So I would say that, you know, even though you're not seeing any pain anywhere, I, I'd get her checked out because, um, I think that they could tell quite a bit from a good physical. Exam on her and at least get you some direction on what we need to do. But in the meantime, you know, if she's lame on that leg, I'd keep her quiet. Um, You know, make sure if you got some glucosamine around, um, you know, for a little dog, you know, 250 milligrams of glucosamine twice a day can be at least a a mild help for some kinds of joint pain. But, um, you know, I'd I'd see if, uh, Mike, if we can get her over to your your veterinarian and and get that uh, properly diagnosed.
9: Okay. And if I could ask one other question.
8: Okay. Uh, Sure thing. uh,
9: What if it is a kneecap, or what, what does that, what's the procedure on that? Is there an operation or?
8: Great question. Um, for, for luxating kneecaps, um, some pets we can manage with um, medical therapy, so keeping them quiet, a non steroidal pain reliever, and things like glucosamine can be helpful. For other pets um, that are more severe, there's a lot more advanced changes, we're going to have to look at surgery. Um, so yeah, that's why uh, I'd say you know you need to get to the vet to figure out how bad things are if we have that. And uh, not every case needs surgery, but you know we certainly want to make sure we're not missing something important here.
0: Mike, well, wouldn't so it be thank- great if you could just hold the dog up to the radio, just hold it, yeah. and then the doctor could see it? And make- <laughs>
8: well, put my be- hands on the radio and we can figure it out. <laughs> make her cry.
9: <laughs> oh, I, I thought you sent the whole baby up and have her tell you, but
8: is uh, <laughs> better. Ever heard
9: of a dog that. Have you ever heard of a dog that uh, reads?
0: A dog that does, does she read? Yeah. What does she read?
9: Uh, she reads rest area signs.
0: Oh, the signs around. Well, of course. That's good.
9: <laughs> and when, whenever you see a rest area, it's just two miles ahead. She jumps down and gets her leash, and uh, <laughs> if I go by, she throws the leash down, looks out the window, and won't look back at me for about five minutes.
0: That's one smart toy poodle. Mike, thank you yeah. so much for your call today. one 405
5: 8405 to talk to Dr. Debbie or any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more.
11: Vinnie Penn coming at you on Animal Radio with the party animal segment. Uh, cracked open my daughter's piggy bank the other day at her urging, of course. The economy has not gotten the best of me, although it's pretty damn close. She filled it all the way up over these years. She's six years old, and she was ready to spend the loot in it. Got me to thinking, why a pig? Who's the person who came up with that years ago? Like, we're going to put store all this money. Let's store it in a pig. I don't really understand that why are we filling up? B- Does anybody know the legend behind why it's a piggy bank and why we're sticking the the coins in its back? Do you know what it was like that morning having bacon and eggs with my daughter and explaining to her uh, because she asked me, you, you know, why a pig? I mean, she's the one who actually instigated this party. You know, I'm sitting there munching on bacon. Like I wonder if she even knows what we're eating right now. I guess there was once nickels and pennies rolling around inside of, I don't know why it's a pig. What else should it be? I don't think an animal. Why don't they just have little banks for children, little plastic banks that you put your money in and it says bank, blue ones for boys and pink ones for girls. Why a pig? Email me. I kind of really want to know. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio.
12: Hi, this is Clive Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please remember to spay and see your pets.
13: Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don.
0: The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them.
13: Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one,
5: www.safeguardfordogs.com.
1: When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com.
2: Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit RedCross.org or PetCentric.com, a proud supporter of the American Red Cross.
14: Listen to the news. Two
15: dogs rescued from a locked
14: car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other
5: news, a local policeman saved a cat today.
14: Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at RedCrossStore.org. Or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Hi, this
16: is
17: Emily Lou
0: Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay anew to your pet. It's Animal Radio. What are you pointing at?
2: There was a bird outside the window flying around like he wanted to get in.
0: Yeah, they, there's a lot of birds that are flying out there. Pretty birds. <laughs> you, you know how I like pretty birds.
1: hallucinating again? No. I,
0: I think I believe that there was actually... Did you
1: drink some of Vlade's tea? I told
0: Ooh, you not to. I told you to stay away from that, too. I thought it was That's just tea. It's not tea. No. I it was tea? <laughs> oh, you're so funny. The no. whole dream team of experts are here at your beck and call. We have Dr. Debbie. Actually, she's still working her way into the studio now. Uh, she has her white coat on again which is strange. For the last few weeks, she's been wearing, uh, well, pretty much... Street kind of clothes. Street clothes, yeah. Well,
2: not... I don't mean street oh, yeah. clothes like ladies Civilian like, clothes. Not, civilian, civilian
0: clothes. Yes, yes. Anyway, she's going to be answering your vet medical questions at 1-866-405-8405. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog behavior questions. Vinny just... Uh, he's our smartass around here, and we found out he actually gets paid for that. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good it, job. It yeah. It irks me a lot, though. <laughs> Susan Sims. Would you prefer
1: him to be a
0: dumbass. Do you get paid? You see. There you go. Okay, Dr. Jim Humphrey's on the way. Uh, Bobby, uh, working on news. Look like you're working, will you please? Okay. Oh, shut up. And then animal communicator Joy Turner. Is Joy in place? Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? Very good. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to go to the phones and take some calls and talk to some animals, right? Absolutely. Let's hit the phones first with, I believe we have Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi. How are you? Just
18: fine.
0: You are on with the world-famous Russian dog wizard that, of course, is Vlade. Okay.
18: Yes. Um, yes, I have Diane,
6: hi. how are you? Thank oh, you for fine. calling us. Okay. I have a
18: dog, a poodle um, mix, um, okay. male, and.
6: I love poodles. Myself, I would have a poodle if not the such factor in America involved when the man is owning poodle, but I'm not going to <laughs> better than that. Go ahead.
18: Okay. Is it a standard um, poodle or a little I one? Have, I have. I've got two dogs, both males. Um, The one eats his stool.
6: Oh boy, um, that's.
18: I rescued them both. Okay. Um, and he's about a little over a year old.
6: Okay, so one of them is eating second nut.
18: Yes. Well, then the so... first one now, or the uh, my other one, has tried to eat it too.
6: Yes, I, I guess so. So, how old are they? Uh,
18: they're both a little bit over a year old.
6: Okay, and when it started? Uh, ever since they got him. That's, that's what I thought. Okay, so here's what it is. Uh, um, I believe, and I'm not just believe, I'm confident that happened um, when um, people adopting the dogs or getting them from the, um, I would say, low-ranking breeder or from the pet stores, and uh, they live in the environment where uh, they can eat uh, the poop from each other, sometimes don't have food enough. Um, so this kind of learning behavior, especially if your dog doesn't have the um, problem with the stool. If, it, if he would have problem with the stool, I would I could suspect some uh, um, kind of uh, dog does not produce such an enzymes, and if he doesn't produce such an enzymes to digest such an food. Um, it's kind of becoming for him recycling. He sniffed it. He f- he f- he sent the uh, nutrients. Uh, nut- uh, nutrients. Nut- how say it? Nutrients, nutrients. Nutrients. Thank you. Nutrients. And uh, he would like to eat it again. So here is what I would like you to do. I would like you to buy all what you need to do. Go on the Google and type stop dog. And what's gonna happen? You're gonna come up with an amazing product by name, Stop, uh, which address three major cause of this problem, which is reci- uh, basically putting the bad taste on the dog's poop, make it very distasteful. And number two, add good, uh, Acidophilus and other good bacteria, just in case if he has some type of the bacteria problems for searching food and doesn't digest it well, it would address that issue as well and a couple of another things will be addressed. This is the best product I ever tried. It always works, and that's going to work in your case. At the worst case scenario, if that's not going to work, all what I suggest, um, there is a citronella-based product, uh, consists of the collar, and you have a remote. Put it on your dog and let him go and eat it put poop, whose attitude make my day. As soon as he approach, you push the button from the from your house because you got to spy on your dog like KGB agent. And once your dog try to eat this poop you push the button the spray of citronella comes under his chin it's very harmless it doesn't go in the, in the eyes nothing he momentarily stops you got to do it 5-6 consecutive times you're going to win those 5-6 conse- consecutive times and you will win the war so, but you have to watch him all the time so I, I, I would start with the product by name stop and if it doesn't work I would escalate to the citronella oil uh, device product
18: Okay, um, I have used the spray, uh, the bitter
6: apple. It's not going to work. He's gonna, he're gonna like it. He's gonna like it. It's not. Yeah. It's everybody. You can, you can put, um, uh, I mean, uh, pepper on top of it. You can put whatever you want, and the dog will scent it. And you cannot do it all the time. So the basically covering or masking it up with something else will never work. You need to address real root cause. And your dog got this habits because he could. He was eating the poop when he was the little one, and he used to eat this poop. The only way you can stop it if the sm- if the poop will smells regular, but when he, when he taste it, it will be r- it will it will be very bad taste. Uh, another products from the pet store we tried. My team tried a lot. It's nothing works really well as uh, product by name. Uh, stop. Uh, it's Thompson Lab. Okay.
18: Uh, can I ask
6: you another question? Sure. It's pretty, pretty quick um, because we need to be for the time frame. Or you know what? We, we're going to put you on hold right now, and when we come back, I'm going to address you another question. Okay? Okay.
0: We'll okay. take a quick break. one 405 8405
19: to talk to Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, uh, or Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. The whole team is here. We're waiting for you. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think without bankruptcy, and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential, and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788.
0: If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888 551 7788
17: Hi, this is Ruma McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter
0: your pets. It's Animal Radio, 1 866 405 8405. The whole gang is here. Bodies answering your. Your behavior questions, although his breadth of knowledge really is worldwide.
6: It is. It is, hell. We can talk about politics. We can talk about economics. I have a degree in uh, political science. I have a degree in art of economics. Um, Besides being me certified animal behaviorist who worked with pets in five countries around the world. And here on Animal Radio, we talk about every possible problem and behavior problem, of course, and uh, as we know, we call it No Spin Dog Training Zone. No spin. See, we tell it like it is. We're unbiased here.
2: Yeah, and pretty soon yep. he's going to be talking about cats, aren't you, Bloddy? <laughs>
6: yeah, if economic situation is going to get a little bit worse <laughs> than it is, I probably will train the cats, rabbits, squirrels, and uh, we'll go <laughs> go from that. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405
0: 8405 We have Diane on the phone. We left her uh, during the break there. Hi, Diane. Are you Hello. still there? What's going on?
10: Okay, tenorist,
18: I have Diane. another yes. dog.
10: Um,
18: okay. It's a one-year-old poodle mix. Um, uh-huh. And it's a male. And just lately, he started to get aggressive. You mm. mean with
6: humans or with dogs? Um,
18: both. He's pretty well. aggressive with the, the other one. And when I try to discipline...
6: How, Diane? How you try to discipline him?
18: Uh, when he takes something he's not supposed to have, I go to get it
6: he growls and will snap at me wow and uh, did he bite you already yes
18: he has bit me
6: did he draw the blood yes did you end up with a uh, hospital put the stitches no no
18: okay it wasn't that bad
6: did he bite somebody else some other no. person no did he did he bite another dog beside your dog uh
18: no he loves okay. other dogs
6: he loves other dogs. The only yeah. dog he doesn't like is uh, his uh, mate uh, male who lives in the same house. Right. Here is what it is. Uh, before you do anything, before you tell him drop this thing, because every time Diane, whatever you tell him, you are automatically assuming the position of authority, especially if you try to grab something what is in his possession, and he looks at you and say, "Hey, you know why you try to do that." You know before that, maybe I, I, you allow me jump in, in, my, in your bed, maybe you allow me jumped on the same furniture. you know I lived in your house like a, like a equals among equals, and now you try to tell me i 'm not supposed to do this, and that ah uh-uh, ah, let me teach you now so what I believe, he doesn't want to accept your authority under those circumstances. So here is what I would do in a situation like that. I would start with the cold shoulder for two, three weeks. It means don't talk, don't look, don't pet, nothing. Just totally ignore your dog. I would like to refresh your memory. Dog training is like more like dating the boys. The more attention you give, the less you will get in return. (laughs) It's just the same rules. The less attention, the more dear it is. So I'm serious. Just give him zero attention and just start with that. After that, I would like you to put a little cord on him, like six-foot clothesline. And make sure to saturate this rope with any chew deterrent, so he would not eat it or chew it. And every time when he runs around this house, just make sure you always have it. So let's say if he grabs something, mom's chew or something like forbidden toy or forbidden your kid's toy or chew or something, and you say to him, ah, uh-uh, give it to me or stop or come, and he tells you, forget your mommy, you know. Yeah. You don't need to chase. All what you need is to do just step on it. Okay, and after that you will pull him toward you. Once you pull him toward you, he will not bite, he will not do anything because he will be amazed. How mom can do that? And he will drop whatever he do. When he comes to you, just give him another toy or something else. Give him treats for coming to you. And don't be angry because he grabbed something because he already came to you. This line, you're going to grab it just when you need it. And it's going to produce some type of the magic, magic effect. If you have more questions, please email me. Uh, you can go to the animalradio.com and you can find me there. You can send me email. My name is Vladi, V-L-A-D-A-E. Vladi at animalradio.com is my email address. Thank you okay. so much for calling. Thank
0: you. 866 405 8405 to talk to any one of the dream team right now. This guy is turning poop into gold, I tell you. If you're out of work, you might want to be listening to The Pet Butler. This guy that picks up poop for a living. It makes a living. To touch. Hey, his business yeah. made $4.4 <laughs> million last year. Jeez. That's a lot of poop. Yeah. He's on the way and Speaking of poop. This
15: is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby
1: Hill for Animal Radio. Admitted dog killer and former NFL quarterback Michael Vick is planning on rising from the financial seller he's in by returning to the NFL. But the bankruptcy judge hearing his case told Vick to come up with a better Chapter 11 plan that includes liquidating his three cars and Virginia homes. Vic, who was indefinitely suspended from the NFL by Commissioner Roger Goodell, is scheduled for a July release after the 23-month prison sentence at the federal penitentiary in Kansas is served for his conviction of dogfighting conspiracy.
0: Is he still going to have to wear one of those uh, things around his uh, leg, those bracelets?
1: you know cuz you know he's i'm pretty sure there is a probationary period after this sentence is served so he's just not going to be in the clear and and his his pleading to the judge of he claims to once again be a changed man it's interesting how prison will do that to everybody <laughs> it really
0: is amazing yeah.
1: So he's already agreed to do a documentary that is purportedly going to pay him close to a half million dollars. Uh, why you would want to see a documentary uh, on Michael Vick? Uh, I do not know. Uh, so we'll just up over, jump over to the next story about math. While it may not be your best subject, it's not mine, uh, if you're a dog owner, you may want to grab your calculator. Do you actually know how old your dog really is? No. Is a three, Is a three-year-old dog 21 in human years? Not necessarily. You mean it's
0: not just time so, seven?
1: That's not see, how you do here it. We, and here we go. <laughs> a story in the Asbury Park Press says, Research shows most dogs reach adulthood within the first few years of life. So a one-year-old dog is close to 12 in human years, but in doggy year number two, he's closer to 24 human years. Smaller breeds tend to outlive the larger dogs, and aside from size, the breed, nutrition, and environment all play key roles in dog aging. And for dog owners, knowledge of how your dog really is, how old they really are, it's going to help with diagnosis and health issues throughout their doggy life.
0: You're so smart, Bobby.
1: Thank you. Sometimes. Okay. Catalyst Council. It's a newly formed organization working to raise the level of awareness of America's number one furry companion, the cat. They've come out with a top ten list. The Cat-A-List 2009 Top Ten Cat-Friendly Cities. Get it? It's based upon cat ownership per capita, level of veterinary care, cat-friendly local ordinances along with microchipping. The Cat-A-List Council, a coalition of nonprofits, academia, veterinarians, and animal welfare organizations hope to call attentions to just how much the domestic short-haired feline is appreciated. Here's the list. One of the twin cities, Minneapolis, grabbed the number 10 position with Atlanta at number 9, followed by San Diego, Seattle and Boston at number 5. In fourth place, Denver, the mile-high city. Then Portland, San Francisco, Phoenix in second with Tampa capturing the top spot. For cat friendly cities in the U.S., I'm Bobby Vale for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at animalradio.com. This has been
15: an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading.
5: Bobby nope.
15: Bill? I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pet 1866 405 8405 The whole gang is here to answer your questions We have Lottie, the world famous Russian dog wizard Preparing another one of his concoctions And uh, Judy, this time, please don't I'm
2: do. not going to touch it, because now I know it's not tea Ladybug, You guys are getting
8: batty over there drinking that <laughs> stuff it, it really
0: is, and it's a good thing that you're staying away from it uh, <laughs> Ladybug, the studio wonder dog, is asleep through all this noise believe that or not
2: i don't know how she does it it's that cozy pillow she's got to sleep on
0: i don't want to wake her whatsoever she's looking so healthy she's looking so good uh let's she is such
8: a good girl and yeah i think we have some calls waiting here do we have is this is ashley on the line hello ashley hello? hi hi how are you i'm good how are you
0: good what's going on with you today
16: well, I have a cup Actually, I have three questions now because I'm over here visiting with my girlfriend, so I have a question <laughs> regarding her now. But my question was twofold. When I have an English bulldog, a male, he's seven years old. His name is Spike, and um, he stinks.
8: <laughs> oh no!
16: And right after, and he sheds horribly. So I didn't know if there was a supplement or what you could recommend that I do for him to help with that because grooming and brushing, we brush and brush and brush. And we even have a curry comb, like, for horses, and nothing stops the shedding. And mm-hmm. the stink yeah. is just, I have no idea why he stinks so bad. He's groomed t- about every three weeks, once a month at the most, and okay. nothing helps.
8: You know, is it the smell coming from his skin, or is it coming from, like, his butt or his mouth? Can you tell?
16: It's like his, his whole body his breath isn't really bad. I mean, it's dog breath occasionally, but and it's not his real. It's not his butt. It's just like this odor that just comes from him.
8: Okay. Now, English Bulldogs are just one of uh, the veterinarians' favorite when it comes to medical problems because (laughs) they get so much. You've you've been there then. And they are a a big breed when it comes to some of the skin disorders. Because they've got all those little folds in their face, they tend to get a lot of moist dermatitis and and a lot of yeast infections that kind of build up in those folds, as well as inside the feet. Um, They're prone to allergies. They get a lot of staph infections. ear infections, and the list goes on and on. So my first thing is when I hear about a kind of an odor coming from the skin or the body of a, a, a bulldog, I'd really go looking for an infection because those areas are so commonly affected, and and a lot of bulldog owners really do battle this kind of continually with regular medicated baths, shampoos, and just being very vigilant about all these little sites where they get these infections. Now, he, he and, also and asked we about, have. He's been
16: checked out, and there's nothing physically wrong. With them. No allergies, okay. no infections, nothing.
8: And I've so he heard, heard on the radio about Dinovite. <laughs> Dare I even touch upon this one? <laughs> well, no, I really, I really I
0: think we should dig into this because no one's mm-hmm. denying that there's nutritional content in Dinovite. There's just other and maybe cheaper ways to get that nutritional content.
8: Yeah and I've actually I I I'm th- considering putting some of my clients my good clients on point and, and putting them through it just to see if they'll if I buy it if they'll uh, try it and see well, There you go. Yeah, that's good. So. Test it out. We're uh
0: I'd like to think that we're pretty unbiased here at Animal Radio.
8: Well, you know, here's here's my take on this. If we have eliminated that, there's no signs of skin infection, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, all right, your your vets check that out, and hopefully they've done some impression smears, they've looked at the skin, and they've actually looked under the microscope, and not just looked visibly, because for me, the proof is in the pudding, and I gotta see it to believe it. Um, but as far as with um, dealing with this skin condition, shedding, and odor, yeah, there are a lot of new nutritional supplements out there. And I don't think they're going to hurt, I don't have a problem trying them, but I think that there are definitely a lot of underlying factors we need to look at. And as a veterinarian, it's very hard for us to kind of conceptualize and and just want to go with one type of a supplement. Now, I do like putting any dog with skin issues on fatty acids. Okay. And there are even some other um, vitamin responsive problems that a general skin supplement might help. We have zinc-related problems in dogs, we have vitamin A-related problems in dogs, so supplementing can help those conditions um, but I'd, I'd definitely say that you know I really want to find out more about why, why that odor is coming off of his skin Okay. and uh, the other thing we can even look at would be things like hypoallergenic diets which are very valuable especially in these breeds that are prone to scratching itching and frequent allergies so that would be something that I would certainly consider. And now, Do you um, have a
16: brand that's the hypoallergenic food?
8: You know, it's there's a lot out there, and I try to tailor it to the individual pet. So there's not just one I'll recommend. Um, there's different styles. We'll go with uh, what they call a novel protein diet, which is kind of restricted to something like a maybe a fish potato based diet. There's other types of hypoallergenic diets that are actually hydrolyzed protein diets. And Science Diet has one. Purina makes one, and you'd probably need to work with your veterinarian to find one that that might be most appropriate for your baby Spike, and uh, see if Those work now. As far as for the skin supplements, I would definitely see about getting him on a fatty acid. And there is even a fatty acid you can use that's got zinc in it. It's called EFA Z, and that's one that if we're suspicious of some of these hypo or the um, vitamin related problems, it might be one to try for him. And you did mention as far as the concerns with the the hair loss, and uh, you know that unfortunately there's no magic cure for that, and that really is a matter of you know keeping up with brushing. Um, grooming for a short-haired dog like that then some of the grooming mitts are very helpful um, and then just making sure the coat is in good condition that we're not over-drying and bathing too much because that can actually have the opposite effect of creating more skin problems so right. I say uh, you got a couple things you can try there
16: uh, My next question was a behavior question um, we have a cat now that we kind of rescued and I didn't know what the best approach was To getting them to be friends. (laughs) He doesn't chase, he doesn't pounce or anything. He's very open.
8: The number one thing that I always want to do when we're introducing a dog and a cat is I don't want that dog to get into the chase mode. That's your number one problem that will cause a continual pattern where the cat will want to run, the dog will chase, and it really is kind of that dog and cat chasing game that just goes on and on. So that is hard to break if that happens. So if you can keep him when the um, visiting and the interaction is um, supervised, and I keep Spike on a leash, um, practice obedience commands throughout the time he's exposed to the kitty and if your kitty wants to run away sometimes we can try things like putting them in a, uh, a cat carrier or, or a cage where he may not be at eye level, maybe a little higher up where he might feel safer and away from the dog. And mm-hmm. then you can kind of do a little bit of practice interaction and pray spike and give him treats, make him sit, lie down, do all of these obedience commands while the kitty is in the near vicinity and and hopefully not paying too much attention to the cat because then that'll help uh, kind of make it a, like a nonchalant thing. Like it's no big deal. The cat's around. Okay. so uh, It's
0: possible to have uh, cats and dogs get along. Does, doesn't Ladybug get along pretty good with the cats?
2: She does. You know, out of the four Four studio cats, she tolerates three of them, she's okay with them, but one of them is actually her buddy. They wrestle, they play, they really get along well.
12: Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a non profit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax-deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the Industry Watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
5: Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together,
12: we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. That's 911. Proud to be partnered with Animal Radio.
1: When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com.
20: I'm Leslie Smith on The Road to Rescue, sponsored by Frontline and brought to you by Dogtime.com and Animal Radio Network. Eight months of the year, Tony LaRussa manages the St. Louis Cardinals. But his full time gig? He's an animal advocate. LaRussa founded and heads Animal Rescue Foundation, ARF as it's known one of the most successful shelters in the country. And if you think he's just some wealthy sports figure who threw money at a cause and slapped his name on a building, you're mistaken. In fact, in the off-season, he's at the shelter nearly every day, which to me feels worlds away from the baseball diamond. And I wanted to know what it was like to be so intimately involved in both pro sports and animal advocacy.
7: I think early on, you know, eyebrows are raised, you know, it's not a stereotype. Well, yeah, I've been around long enough, and you, know, you build your own credibility, or whether you have it or not. I think in good nature, you know, you guys, you know, you call me Bambi kissing and tree hugging, you know. it's They say it with a little smile. I don't think anybody's ever been evil with me about that. And I think generally, you know, there's a certain respect for what you truly believe in. Mm-hmm. If you're sincere about your beliefs, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of respect mm-hmm. and support.
20: And if you have any doubt about his sincerity, know that Larusa has been a vegetarian since 1977. For years, he and his wife Elaine traveled to shelters around the country, helping raise money and awareness. In 1990, they established ARF. Larissa explains why and who exactly inspired it.
7: So we're playing the Yankees. Uh, This was the third year in a row that the club was going to be in the World Series. We had a big crowd, the feral cat colony at the ballpark. And uh, and one of the ferals runs out. Play is stopped. You can hear the crowd cheering. You hear the announcers commenting. Found he ends up trying to run back to that hole. Couldn't find it. Got spooked. You know, I step out. Cat... Walks in, makes another left into uh, the dugout. Open the door, the cat goes in. Game is over. Elaine calls. What would you do with the cat? She didn't care about the game. I said, open the animal control. She says, you know, they, you know they're just overwhelmed. The cat's going to be put down. And that's when we realized that in our own county, the nonprofit complement to the public efforts was very limited.
20: The facilities at ARF are beautiful, but even more impressive are the programs they've developed, which illustrate ARP's motto, People Rescuing Animals, Animals Rescuing People. I asked Larissa to explain, and he tells the story of a visit to a senior summer.
7: So, we were having one of these entertainment shows. Part of the show, we had this uh, dog act, Stacy Moore and his mess of mutts. So, we walk in, and the people, oh, the A's are here, you know. The director of the place, oh, champion Milk the A's, and here is. There's star pitcher Dave Stewart and their star reliever Dennis Eckersley and their star slugger Martin McGuire and the manager Tony and now when you meet Stacy Moore and Miss Muts and they go wow I mean the response got your attention when it was over the scenes are literally elbowing McGuire and Eckersley and Stewart aside don't get in the way because of the dog
20: many of the animals have made a lasting impression on Larusa. He tells me about a dog named Hope and her appearance at an ARF fundraiser.
7: We found her by the interstate. She had gotten hit by a car. Her back hips had fused. Unbelievably beautiful border collie. This amazing dog had done had compensated by walking in a handstand. Oh, man. On her. So she had her back legs up in the air. This was the indomitable spirit. So we at the show, we, we had her come out, did her handstand. People were crying. Uh, I think it was $7,000 was the estimated cost of the surgery at UC Davis. Bottom line was within a week, we raised over $80,000. She had the surgery. The next year she walked out on stage.
20: I have one last question for Larissa. Are you more passionate about animals or about baseball?
7: That's no, even close. Nothing close. Players accuse me all the time of working harder for the animals than I work for them. So I they think they're really going to jab me with that one. I said, well, as soon as you're as worthwhile as they are, I'll work harder for you. I mean, I love baseball. I mean, it's my profession. But I, our family, myself, you know, we choose this passion. During the winter, I don't do a lot of baseball, I do a lot art. During the summer, I do baseball and a lot of art. So, art's 12 months, baseball gets eight. no contest.
20: I'm Leslie Smith on the Road to Rescue for Animal Radio Network and Dogtime.com. Sponsored by Frontline.
11: Hey, this is Brian Dottillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio.
10: And please don't forget to have your pet spayed
21: or neutered. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. U.S. Border Patrol agents recently detained an Arizona driver when drug-sniffing dogs reacted to the smell of marijuana in his car. The dogs were right. A small amount of marijuana was found, and when the agents asked the driver if he had anything else they should know about, he admitted, yes, he did have an alligator. Sure enough, there was a live four foot alligator stuffed into his suitcase. The driver was arrested on drug charges, and the alligator, who was in good shape, although wrinkled I bet, was released to the Arizona Game and Fish Department. Maybe with all that pot smoking, he thought he was carrying an alligator bag. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio.
0: Animals are people, to Animal Radio. Oh, caught
8: talking baby talking to my cat again. Making Google
0: faces. <laughs> it's
8: Animal Radio, one 405
0: 8405 This hour brought to you by our friends at Debt Settlement USA. I'm using them. Your cousin used them. I have another friend that's using them. And you hear a lot of advertisements about debt settlement and debt relief. Call these guys first. Yeah. Just at least find out what they have to offer for you. Okay? one 551 7788 Write that down. You may not use it now. You may use it a couple of weeks. It took me a long time to come to grips that I had a problem. one 551 7788 They will help you with your credit card debt and get it manageable again. Let's uh, go to the phones. I believe we have Debbie. Debbie?
8: Debbie for Dr. Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> well, hi. Hi, Debbie. This hi. is Dr. Debbie. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Where are you calling from today? Um,
22: I'm calling from Orange Park, Florida.
8: Alright, awesome. Good weather out there. Yeah. What's on your mind today?
22: Well, I'm, um, called actually about a year ago, uh, about something totally unrelated. But, um, I have a three-year-old border collie mix, female, and a six-year-old Maine coon, male. Mm-hmm. And, uh, down here in our new development in the state of Florida is now using reclaimed water for our irrigation. Oh, yes. And we had no idea. Okay, and Make a long story short. Um, our dog and the cat is an indoor cat, but probably got it from the dog. Um, we found out that they've both been exposed to cryptosporidium and probably giardia, but the cryptosporidium is the worst part of it.
8: Oh, it sure is. That's rotten and stuff.
22: We've been battling this for months, and okay. initially, uh, they. I think the well, the dog is suffering, but the cat has really been going through a bad time and uh initially they put him and both of them on flagyl metronidazole okay. mhm and um, they respond to it very well but the minute they're off of it 3 or 4 days later um, their stools are really mushy and very bad
8: yeah
22: so In- we went... i'm sorry Oh, go ahead so uh we've been on a course of that back and forth and finally out of desperation they put them on uh tylosin okay and uh, they were, have been on that for almost a month now, and it had absolutely no effect on the cat, so they put him back on the flagell. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, we've also been giving the dog rice, so that's been firming things up, if you know what I mean.
21: <laughs> sure.
22: <laughs> so we've taken him, her off the rice, and now we're going to see what that transpires, but I'm, I'm at wit's end. I honestly don't know what our next step is.
8: Okay. Now, the big challenge is here we're dealing with two parasites that are microscopic. And Cryptosporidium and Giardia are, you know, and actually they're some of the worst diarrheas that you can get, yeah, uh, whether you're a dog, cat, or a person. And believe it or not, you know, both of these diseases are potentially contagious to people, and they're what we call zoonotic. Yeah. So it's very important, especially if there's anyone immunosuppressed in the home, that they know about this. Right. It can be actually, Cryptosporidium can be fatal in people if they're immunosuppressed. So big caution out there. So I'm sure your vet already kind of told you all about that. Um, As far as with in treating these, um, for Giardia, my, my preferred treatment for that organism is actually a combination of Uh, Panicure or fenbendazole, Mm -hmm. uh, combined with metronidazole. And I believe that they are seeing an increasing rate of um, resistance with Giardia to metronidazole. So we used to use that drug pretty regularly, and we're finding it doesn't do all we need anymore with just Giardia. So that's one thing to consider. Now, uh, when we're dealing with cryptosporidium, I actually prefer to use Tylosin in combination Uh with another antibiotic called clindamycin. Okay. Um, Just the combination seems to have a better effect than to use one of them by themselves. Okay. So, so that would be something that you can consider trying. The other thing is, um, some animals will even move to other types of, um, antibiotics. One called, uh, Zithromax is, um, that's one that, uh, you know, it's a little bit, we have to be a little bit more cautious with it. Uh Um, but we use that for several weeks at a time and that Uh might be something to try for both of the kids to see if we can get this, uh, knocked out. Cryptosporidium is hard because it's very easy for them actually for both diseases for them to get reinfested with this and that's part of the hard thing with the cycle is that just when you think you're getting things in control you know they're actually re-ingesting these um these cysts um and they're getting more and more of this so um the other thing is to make sure we are doing regular bathing um that helps with help um with some of the shedding of these cysts in the stool that might kind of gather around the butt area and they might kind of re-ingest so
2: that's very interesting
8: yeah, so I, I would definitely try those things and, um, you know, if you're not already trying a good probiotic, um, I do like to do that because we're trying to restore a healthy gut barrier yes. and probiotics yes. are those good bacterial colonies that may help displace some of these bad bugs. Right. Um, so that would be something I would uh, try in as well and see if we can get the, the old runs cleared up in the household. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that is of some help for you, Debbie. I appreciate your call. It's always great to hear repeat caller here this is dr debbie give us a call at one 405 8405
0: what kind of news we got coming up bobby
1: well this is good news oprah has made our newscast and uh, good news for oprah and the humane society also recognizing her we'll tell you why coming up the
0: news if you're out of work you might want to be listening to the pet butler this guy that picks up poop for a living it makes a living. Touch. Yeah, his business yeah. made $4.4 <laughs> $4 million last year.
23: And moody, always adopt, don't
22: declaw.
5: This is Animal, Animal. Our, our Radio Network.
22: Network.
13: Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis.
0: And I want to remind you, Ladybug the studio stunt wonder dog, she actually reviews products every week for Animal Radio. And she gets in, what do we call that, a lot of products. A lot of products. Too many products. Got a what? toy box full of things. Well, we want to. We want you, the listener, and your pets, to actually try these items out and review them. Also, listener pet reviews. Learn more about it. At AnimalRadio.com. You can sign up there this week. What are we doing this week? I don't know what we're doing this week online. You'll find out. You'll go on over to Animal Radio. It's a surprise. Bobby Hill is up uh, in just a couple of minutes with news. What do you got, Bobby? Well, this is good
1: news. Oprah has made our newscast. And uh, good news for Oprah and
0: the Humane Society,
1: also recognizing her. We'll tell you why. Coming up the news.
0: And that's in just a couple of minutes, along with Vinnie Penn. Let's go to the phones at 1-866-405-8405. I think we have another Bobby on the phone. Hi, Bobby. Hello. How are you? Uh, good, and you? Very good. Standing to my right, she's actually the Animal Radio vet. i got to tell you that.
8: She just doesn't just no. come in for
0: the show. She actually is our vet, Dr. Debbie White. And you can call her no, just thank Dr. You. Debbie.
8: Yes, Hello, I'll answer Debbie? By Dr. Debbie. Dr. Deb, you name it, I'm here. <laughs> what can I do for you today, Bobby?
22: Yes, I have a cat, and
16: I have three of them. But one of them, she will only eat dry, I mean, yeah, wet food, and
8: she gets okay. sick a lot. Mm, okay. Is there a particular Are brand she, that you feed her, or do you change it up on her?
16: Uh, we have tried changing it, and uh, she's long-haired, and I okay. didn't know if it might have been the hairball, but they won't eat, I thought uh, it looks like tar, but they, w- they will not eat that.
8: Yeah, for it's hair rotten ball. stuff. i got to admit it. As veterinarians, we recommend this hairball laxative all the time, and it comes in that tube like toothpaste, and yeah. you squeeze yeah. it, and you're supposed to put it on their paws or in their mouth. Cats hate it. I, I recognize that. It's not a, not a great thing. Um, but I do like to try to strive towards working on hairballs. If we have a kitty that does vomit on occasion, and I think um, brushing is a huge part, especially with a, a medium or long-haired cat, um, because you want to get some of that hair coat, loosened up and out of there. Otherwise, she's going to do it for herself. and <laughs> She's going to ingest yeah. it. So I would make sure you work really hard on that. And, you know, there are some other hairball treats out there, things like that, that might be of value. Um, but I'm also a fan of, uh, you know, checking out for some things that can cause vomiting that might be a medical problem. Um, I would certainly make sure we get our, a nice, fresh, um, steaming poopy sample over to your veterinarian and have that checked out. Um, even indoor kitties can have parasites, so we want to make sure that we check for that, and that can be a occasional cause of vomiting. And um, as far as, you know, I guess the fact that she prefers canned food, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but there sometimes are different types of um, preservatives that are in canned food that don't always agree with cats really well. And uh, that would be something that I might try switching away from that food. And we might even try a hypoallergenic diet, which can be twofold. There's a lot of GI problems we can see in cats where they get what we call inflammatory bowel disease basically kinds of like even food allergies so if we go to some of these alternative diets we're actually treating a problem and hopefully avoiding those consequences of the vomiting so i would definitely say that bobby that might be something for you to investigate with your veterinarian and okay. uh, some sometimes i'll even uh, even if i don't see anything on that that fecal test and checking for parasites that occasional vomitor, I will also put them through a deworming trial, and generally at my preference is Panacure, if we're just kind of treating to, to make sure we've tried to treat for what we can, and that is a dewormer that uh, you can get with your veterinarian. It's, it's also available over-the-counter as well. Um, but those are the big things. And, and I know I had a cat that was the biggest hairball puker. <laughs> and those uh, those presents are just not joyous, are they?
22: No, no, they are not.
8: Good luck with that and uh, keep up that brush. And that is such a big part when we're dealing with kitties and hairball concerns and so forth. This is Dr. Debbie. Give us a call or email us here. I'm at docdebbie at AnimalRadio.com.
5: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
22: Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on
16: Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals
13: celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe this is animal radio and here are your hosts hal abrams and judy francis
0: right now vlade the world famous russian dog wizard is answering your most vexing dog behavior questions we have josh on the phone hi josh
9: hey guys how you doing doing good how are you doing oh great man thanks for taking my call where are you calling
6: from today
3: um tampa florida
6: Josh, thank you for calling us. I love the Florida. Florida is as good as California. (laughs) It is. Go ahead.
9: (laughs) Um, i got a five-year-old miniature beagle, and every time we uh, leave the house, he gets, I guess, separation anxiety, and he starts, he just howls and he barks um, relentlessly. And um, we just don't, we've had a couple complaints from our neighbors, and we don't really know what to do now.
6: Exactly. Exactly. You know what? You can hear uh, from some people who maybe use some harsh methods, just you know, zap him or doing other things. But you know, I would, uh, you know, I would never go to that. Uh, at least at this point of in time, um, because it's never addressed the cause of the problem. It just would be, you know, giving aspirin for the headache. And let's be talk about what is making him be more anxious. And when you leave the house, maybe you and your wife, because you know the little miniature dogs. They're you know they're small, like a little child. Little kids and the people have a tendency special females to cuddling and kiss and hug him and treating him as the human and uh, you know that's so hilarious sometimes to see Josh you know when a spouse leaves the house another spouse asks why are you going another spouse can say I will come back why you ask me you know something like that or even worse than that not your business unfortunately but when it comes to the pets we try to you know give them all that explanations like uh, you know don't worry I'm gonna just pick up some uh, milk and around the corner come back and such and such so you know I would stop uh, uh, babying him number one I would uh, not pick him on my hands too many times I would give him a little bit cold shoulder I would uh, maybe use uh, techniques when you come home I call it Taliban husband comes home <laughs> it's basically who's not giving his <laughs> wife kisses and hugs he tells her go do dishes go do laundress in other words you need to produce some type, of, some type of the negativities when you come home instead of okay. instead of just hi oh, my baby thank you, you I mean, so, I'm mean, so missing you blah 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 you know you know, let me kiss and you hug and rush toward the crate or pick the dog, I mean, what are you doing, people? You're producing even more problems in the future. And okay. uh, instead of that... Yeah, I would give the cold shoulder, and before I leave the house, I would never even, 15, 30 minutes, I would not even, even look at the dog. I would never even say anything. Just just leave and come back. I maybe put uh, my shirt or your wife's shirt uh, so with, with the smell on the floor. I maybe uh, have some toys, your pet's toys, and sleep with them under my arms to get some scent and smell. If you are, no matter where you're living, him in the crate or out of the crate, you can always leave it with the shirt. Was this uh, those uh, type of the toys which you sent that you you basically market those toys? Okay. So this type of the things you can do a lot, and after that just use Saturday and Sunday, just leave the house, come back, leave this uh, leave the house, come back as a Taliban husband, leave the house, come back as the Taliban husband, boy, and five six time you come back and such and such, you dog not not gonna even look at you. If you still when you come in and your dog is harassing and jumping or st- or whining. Just when you come back, just drop on the floor, pop can or or soda can with the panties on the floor. Ah, just you know, I don't want to deal with that. To play like not, it's nothing about being mean. It's just being uh, you know good, good, good artist and perform okay. well, almost like a Vladi right now. But <laughs> on top. Yeah, I will never gonna die with one thing. We'll start modesty. So, I, I, but I also would tell you, and I, even even if the hell will allow me, give me ten seconds more, I also will give you a free gift, and I'll really love it, and I know you and your pet will love it too. This is the special CD. Uh, you know, b- back in Russia, we used a lot music therapy for separation anxiety, and this one is a very close to which we used to use. It calls "Music, My Pet." MusicMyPet.com This is a great CD For separation anxiety You just can turn them And leave leave your house And you're not going to just sleep I guarantee you It's MusicMyPet.com But you are going That CD absolutely free Just just because you called to the world famous Russian dog wizard on Animal Radio, I'm going to send it for free. Uh, please go on vladi at animalradio.com, send me email with your address, and I will send you that CD. Josh, Thank I gotta you so tell you, much. I'm a little
0: bit jealous because I thought he brought the CD in for me,
6: but he ended up yeah, giving it to no, you. That's, that's <laughs> terrific, that's wonderful. Yeah, that really works. We use them in our practice a lot. Music, my pet. That. That's the name of City Music, my pet.
0: Thanks so much for your call. All right. It's Animal Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Doctor Debbie up in just a few minutes to answer your vet medical questions. Bobby working feverishly on news. But Oh, you were, you were bent down stones. there just for a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the stones were
0: on. I was rocking a little bit. I believe we have animal communicator Joy Turner joining us. Hi, Joy. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How? How about yourself? Good. You ready to talk to some animals? Absolutely. I believe we have Elsa online, too. Hi, Elsa.
23: Hi. How are you?
0: Good. You're on with Joy.
23: Thank you. Hi, Elsa. Can you tell me who you would like to talk to today? Yes, I'd like to talk to Stanley, my cat and find out what's going on with him. He's uh, started his little nighttime routine again where he wakes us up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning by scratching on the furniture. And the only way I can get him to stop is to put him out, outside the house so I can try and get some sleep. And it's, it's really disruptive. I'd like to know what what's going on with him.
17: Okay. He's um, thinking that there
23: was conversation about this before. Is that true? Yeah, he's done it before, and then he stopped, and now he's started again. Okay. He says, is he supposed to understand
17: that you never, ever want him to do that in the middle of the night? Yes, please. He wants to know what happens when he gets really, really
23: bored. Well, he's got two other cats to play with, but I think he would really like to be an only cat. But they sleep at night. They don't bother us at all. And I, I suspected that he did it because he gets bored, but it really does disrupt us. You know, I'd like to get a full night's sleep And my husband's got chronic health problems So it really gets on his nerves too when he does it Let's make a couple of suggestions
17: mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, I'm going to suggest to him That um, he may try to be a little more active during the day So that he feels more tired at night Because the feelings that he sends to me Feels like about that time in the morning It's like he's had a full night's sleep And he's ready to get up and go Okay So, um he wants to know what you would have in mind for him to be more active about.
23: Well, I've been trying to play with him at night with a laser pointer toy, and he likes that. So uh-huh. Oh, I,
17: he, he says, I love that.
23: So I can do that more if you'd like?
17: I would if I were you. Okay. And um, the other thing that we want to do, and you would maybe want to do this each night for a while before you go to sleep, tell him how much you love him and say it would really be so helpful. If you could let us sleep, and maybe if you can, get up a couple of minutes early to play with him, and literally, I mean like maybe five minutes or something earlier to play with him when you wake up and you play with him before you go to sleep. And that's because the reason I'm going to tell him you're doing that is because you love him so much, you do want him to have enough play, and this is the only way you know how to help him with that. Yeah. So if he could help by letting you guys sleep, you would help by playing more.
23: Okay. What does he say about that? He thinks that that might work for him. Okay. Yeah, and I do love him, and I do tell him that, and I hope he knows that. Um... He said
17: yes, he does, Okay. but he never gets tired of hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like everybody else. We never get tired of hearing people love us. Yeah.
0: Elsa, thank you so much for calling today. We appreciate it.
17: Thank you. I
23: appreciate your help.
0: If you want to learn more about Joy Turner, head on over to JoyTurner.com. She's exclusively on
5: Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
14: This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms, even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad-spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit
0: www.SafeguardForDogs.com. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Remember, the advice you hear on today's show is for entertainment purposes only. Please be sure to consult your own vet regarding your pet.
13: Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911.
12: Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio is your
4: dog a lucky dog my dog is she eats lucky dog cuisine home-cooked meals that come straight to my door give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day feed your dog what animal radio feeds their lucky dog lucky dog cuisine great ingredients no preservatives straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail wagging home-cooked meals made with love luckydogcuisine.com that's luckydogcuisine.com
22: Hi, this is Michelle Stafford from The Young and Restless on Animal Radio. And remember, spay and neuter your pets.
13: Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis.
0: And the whole dream team of experts here to answer your questions. You're supposed to talk about this now? I you said I... I'm supposed to hurry up. Okay. Yes, go. <laughs> Read, Hal. Well, you know, we get a lot of things here uh, that Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua, reviews. And, oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. And uh, we get so many things that actually we'd like to share some of these things with you. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just spilled my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> God See bless you, See what happens beauty. when
1: you make him hurry.
0: Oh, crap. You clutch.
1: And I mean that in the nicest possible way.
2: Uh, he was due. He was way overdue. But did
0: you see I almost pulled it off there? I yeah. almost, if
1: it was... Hey, but did was... you hit any of the equipment?
2: Just the mouse. Not this time. Just the mouse. All the right. Mouse can you hear me a dry
0: mouse pad,
1: please? I need a dry mouse pad. There's
19: you know, it's not pad. a
1: good day when your mouse pad gets all wet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So put it over there in front of the other keyboard so you can knock it down over there. Get that coffee off your desk.
20: Seriously.
2: I know. He won't even let me keep my drink on the desk. I have to put mine no, behind my, me on the my shelf. My water
1: is on the floor yeah. so that when I knock it over, not if, <laughs> that it'll only get the carpet wet uh-huh. and there none of, the quip, none of the equipment.
2: He's already blown out some boards, but he still puts the coffee Way on in his go, desk. go,
0: Okay, so <laughs> Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua here at Animal Radio, she gets all kinds of gifts all the time. The UPS truck comes and delivers gifts all day long and uh, food, too. Mm -hmm. And she gets so much of this stuff, we decided we want you to start doing some of the reviews, too. We're looking for listener pet reviews. If you want to see what we're reviewing this week, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Tell us you'd like to review it. Tell us a little bit about your pet. We'll send you the item, and you write a little review and re- report on the air. There next you week. go. How cool. Yeah. Is that cool or oh, what? We've got to share the wealth. You know what I mean?
1: That's all about sharing, Hal.
0: It's at AnimalRadio.com. Okay. Coffee's picked up. Everything. Bobby, what do we got coming up in the news?
1: Coming up in the news, you all are going to find out what zoonotic means. You're going to have to listen. It's coming up in the newscast.
0: Are you pronouncing that right?
1: Zoanotic. You made me go look it up. It's correct. <laughs> it's Animal Radio, 1 405
0: 8405. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. No, we're not dog centric. It's been a lot of dog calls today. We talk about whatever animal you want to talk about. You got a snake? I'll tell you, Dr. Debbie, she works in Las Vegas, so she can pretty much answer any medical question about almost anything, even humans. But she's not going to do the humans. She's going <laughs>
23: to stick with
8: strictly the animals right now at 1866. Yeah, I think, I think we have even a ferret today in the office to uh, do down you? here. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. wow. Yeah. So Major surgery. <laughs> what? What kind of surgery? She had an adrenal gland removed. Wow! Very common problem where these guys have this hormone problem. So we see a lot of it, unfortunately. You must
0: have to stay schooled all the time to stay up with the newest uh, invents. It's
8: always something new in the species. It's you know you can never. Human doctors have it so easy. My goodness, <laughs> one one animal to work on. We got it all. So well, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's see who do we have here. Is this uh, John? It is. Hi, how are you today?
3: Well, I'm good. How are you all today?
8: Uh, doing well. Staying warm here in Vegas.
3: <laughs> well, it's warm in uh, East Tennessee. It's 65 degrees and a beautiful day. Nice, nice little breeze. So, uh, quick question. Uh, got a Jack Russell and she seems to have an ad- abnormal amount of, uh, flatulence or gas. And I didn't know if there was any kind of like, uh, Beano or gas uh, GasX that would have would affect her or would help that or what would
8: be causing that? Yeah, you know there, there are some things like that. They're not really approved for dogs uh-huh. um, and um, so I, I generally will go back to some of the basics, the things that cause gas in dogs and yeah. um, some of the big things that we can control to try to minimize flatulence and fido. <laughs> That's a, okay. a fun word to say, fun flatulence and fido. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, some things we can try is um, some dogs will develop excess gas because of uh, eating very fast so we may feed more frequent small meals um, I've had some dogs where we'll actually take the food bowl and overturn a smaller food bowl inside there which it makes them work a little harder and, and they can't eat as fast so it slows down their, their food ingestion just by uh, making them work for it a little bit more um, but a lot of it, I fall back on diet. And um, in many cases, um, it's a matter of finding a food that agrees with a dog better. Um, so if it's a major brand you've tried, you've gone to another and gone to another and they all seem to have that same effect, then it might be the time we talk about trying a low residue diet or a hypoallergenic diet. And they're a little different. Um, a low residue diet is one that we try to get the dog nutrients that they digest before that food hits the colon where all those gas-producing critters and organisms are. So there are diets that do that. They also have the benefit the poops tend to be a little bit smaller and less uh, voluminous. (laughs) Um, So the other option might be like a hypoallergenic diet. Um, The old lamb and rice diet might have fit that bill about 10 years ago, but now we might look to something like a duck-based diet or a venison-based diet, something like that. Um, So you might see about that.
3: Okay, we've been I'm seeing sorry? her the the venison and also some bison. Uh, okay. We've been kind of rotating those. It's supposed to be a, I think a low low residue diet with with I think uh, and, and it just seems more abnormal than more. Uh, this get, keeps getting worse, but the the uh, you know she doesn't eat very fast. Uh, the 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 gulping of the food I don't think is the problem. I may, I may be mm-hmm. wrong, but I don't see her do that.
8: Okay, yeah, and you know the other thing that I'm a firm believer in is um, trying to restore, make sure we have a healthy gut. So if uh, if you're not already doing it, I would add in a, um, a probiotic, um, okay. which is just the help. The healthy bacteria, a lot of the human ones we don't necessarily fall into for dogs and cats. Um, just They aren't just proven to work as good, and we have to tend to give a lot more volume of it. Um, but there are some really good dog ones. Um, uh, there's a good one by Purina um, called uh, Fortiflora, and I use that quite a bit, especially when we have GI problems, diarrhea, vomitings, or just a, a pet that's just not doing right when it comes to GI health. Um, okay. So that might be something to try and see if that gets uh, some of that gas under control. Uh, but it clears the room around the dinner table and everyone looks <laughs> at each other. <laughs>
3: well, that's true. Is that is that a prescription thing or is that something I can just pick up at the uh, pet store? Or-
8: you may be able to find that at a pet store. It's generally sold through veterinarians. Um, we don't require it at my office to have a prescription, um, but it's just um, you know something that we try to make sure um, you know it's the most appropriate case for for using those things. So I'd, I'd give your vet a call and see. Um, there's a lot of other different products out there that do, will do the same thing, and that might be worth a, worth a try for you there. So give that a whirl there, John. This is Dr. Debbie. We are taking your animal calls, whether they be dogs, cats, birds, or a slithering friend. Give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. It's
0: like you, Vlave, a slithering friend. (laughs) I apologize for everyone who's listening right now. It's Animal Radio. We are celebrating our connection with our pet and we 're very lucky here at Animal Radio to get paid to do that not not a lot, but we do get paid to do it and that helps me with my creditors, which is like all of us right now, we're all having tough times. I, In fact, if you're not having a tough time, call me. I want to hear from you. I want to know who is it
2: yeah, that has a call me of- and adopt me. Yeah.
0: You were at uh, the ATM the other day, and you pulled out... Someone left their receipt uh-huh. in front of you, and you pulled out to see their balance. <gasps> yeah,
2: I just, I'm curious that way, and I looked. You're so bad. I know, but you know what it what said? 250000 Okay, if
0: you have $250,000 <gasps> in, in your checking account right now, just sitting there... Well, first of all... <laughs>
1: It's just wrong. Really. We're,
0: we're out of control because okay. I'm here to talk about Debt Settlement USA. I'm not one of those people with $250,000 in my account. <laughs> I, neither. I don't have. In fact, I have $6.57 in my account. Anyway, I'm getting it under control and I, I'm doing it the same way that one of my friends did it. One of your cousins did it, Judy. One of my
2: cousins. Yeah, she was a shopaholic and she got into a lot of trouble and I told her to call them and they've really been working with her. She's doing really good now.
0: We're, we're talking about Debt Settlement USA and they're sponsoring this hour of Animal Radio. I've got a tell you that, but I'm also telling you it because if you're in a kind of situation that we're in, call them, ask them what their program is. There's no obligation. You just call them. You say, hey, how can you help me with my credit card debt? I really want to get, I'm upside down now. I want to get back topside up. Debt Settlement USA at one eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. 888 Give them a call. Write that number down. Don't call them now. Call them tomorrow. Call them in a week.
19: 1-888-551-7788. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship. Especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation.
0: Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight.
2: 551
21: 7788 Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people Lots of people place online ads for love or maybe to sell their used car, but a heartbroken bird lover got his missing parrot back, thanks to Craigslist. 35-year-old Jason Strong couldn't bear to think of never finding his 8-month-old Amazon parrot, but the thought of his beloved Dino becoming a meal for another animal was unbearable. Strong has cerebral palsy and his caregiver had taken Dino to visit some friends. They were sitting at a pool, Dino perched on her arm when he suddenly took off flying, something he'd never done before. They made flyers and put an ad on Craigslist about the missing parrot, but weren't expecting too much. Meanwhile, an employee from Hyundai Motors found Dino in a parking lot at work. She was just going to post a found bird ad on Craigslist when she saw the lost bird one. She returned Dino to Strong, where he happily found the place on Strong's wheelchair right next to a parakeet named Pharaoh, a cockatiel, named Willow and a conure named Spirit. He explains some people are cat people, some people are dog people. Maybe I was a bird in a past life. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Judith Chapman from Young and the Restless
17: at CBS, and I'm on Animal Radio right now, and I'm asking everyone out there to
22: please spay and neuter your pets
0: it's animal radio you lucky dog 1-866-405-8405 to reach any one of the dream team question about your dog or your cat your lizard iguana just had a starling call monkey call last week you know, monkeys are illegal. Uh-huh. Yeah, we ha- I told them. they. you got to have a permit for that, by yes. the way. Yeah. It's very important that don't, you
2: know don't that. Don't get me started with exotic pets. Yeah, we tell them, don't give us their real name or number because we'd have to report them. Listen,
0: uh, coming up in the show, see how I changed the subject like that? It's a smooth DJ goodness. segue. Yeah. Nice segue. <laughs> because I called attention to it. This guy is turning poop into gold, I tell you. If you're out of work, you might want to be listening to the pet butler, this guy that picks up poop for a living. He makes a living. Touch. Yeah, his business yeah. made $4.4 <laughs> $4 million last year.
1: Jeez. That's a lot of poop.
15: <laughs> yeah. He's on the way. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution.
1: I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The American Red Cross is teaming up with the American Veterinary Medical Association and the American Veterinary Medical Foundation to coordinate animal rescue efforts during a natural disaster. Here's how it'll work. The AVMF will bankroll the effort, while the AVMA will give technical advice and the Red Cross will coordinate the services. Maria Duet Diaz, senior associate at the Red Cross, said, We will be able to help our communities better prepare for and respond to the needs of families and animals before, during, and after disaster. Good news for germophobic pet owners. You know, that means if you're scared of germs. (laughs) Experts say zoonotic (laughs) diseases are less likely to be spread from cats or dogs to their owners. Zoonotic diseases are infections which can be spread between animals and humans. They actually do exist. The Centers for Disease Control and and Prevention found both dogs and cats are not only safe to live with, but actually enhance health for humans. The germ pets do carry are more likely to be transmitted through contaminated food or water. Dr. Ed DeBovey, a virologist at Cornell University College of Veterinary Medicine, says, quote, the reality, fortunately, is that transmission of infectious diseases from pets to people is a relatively rare event. So and you quote, could
0: still, uh, I guess, this means let your dog lick you all over your face. Is that right?
1: No. Yeah. Well, and I always think that's a matter of personal taste. No pun intended. <laughs> but I don't like that. That's like sloppy. Okay. It reminds me of that episode of Sex on the City, the bad kisser, where he licked her face. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: Don't joke.
1: (laughs) Okay, speaking of face licking, Sadie the Cocker Spaniel is home and recovering from parvovirus. The puppy, one of two adopted by Oprah Winfrey from a Chicago area shelter, survived the bout with the highly contagious disease that claimed Sadie's littermate, Ivan. And in other Oprah news... Winfrey's show has been honored by the Humane Society of the United States at their 23rd annual Genesis Awards. The show was honored for exposing what the USHS described as the cruelty of puppy mills, factory farming, and dog fighting. So, way to go, Oprah. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This
15: has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading
13: celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe this is animal radio and here are your hosts hal abrams and judy francis
0: and as you already know we're just uh we're just mouthpieces really for animal radio i guess the experts here dr debbie she's got the veterinary degree Vladi, the world famous russian dog wizard Vinnie Penn, well, he has a best-selling book, for heaven's sakes. Animal animal communicator Joy Turner, she's been doing it for years, and she'll be talking with your pets. Susan Sims, she's the publisher of Fido Friendly, and she has Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. Bobby Hill, world-renowned news lady. Is Thank us. you for
1: lying for me, Hal. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, I've got to blow us all up, okay? Dr. Jim Humphreys, uh, Britt Savage, we're all very accessible at one 405 8405 Bobby, you reported on this story a couple of weeks back. You we were talking about... I did. One of the few businesses, one of the few businesses making money right now in this economy. And we were surprised to find out that it was...
1: It was pretty much a, a, a poop scooping endeavor... That's gone quite well for more than 20 years.
0: Whoa. Called Pet Butler. And we wanted Mm -hmm. to get the founder on. We got Red Boswell on. Hi, Red. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on. Tell us a little bit about your business.
24: Well, Pet Butler is North America's pet waste cleanup service. We simply take away the worst hassle of pet ownership, which is cleaning up after them. Well, 99% of the business is dogs, but we do quite a few cats as well. Uh, We've got 130 some odd franchises in 28 states across the U.S. Clean up about uh, 16,000 dogs each week, so we we know our stuff.
0: Now, I clean up after my dogs every week, and I don't get paid to do this. What made you think you could get paid for it, and and why is it doing so well?
1: You know,
24: it goes back to the age-old mantra of find something no one wants to do (laughs) and
1: do it. (laughs) And do and, it. He's right. He's absolutely right. right.
24: And so you know, there's a uh, hundred million, literally, pet owners out there in the U.S. Plus, and not one of them likes cleaning up out their dog mess or their cat mess. It's a, it's a disgusting chore. And if you can do it, you know, provide that service for folks very affordably and, uh, and make it you know easily accessible to them where it doesn't add hassle to their life, but it takes away the hassle. I mean, there's there's a few million folks out there that would love to have that service. They just need to hear about it.
0: Where are you located?
24: Well, our our, our national headquarters, we love to call Poop Central Command, <laughs> is in uh, <laughs> is in uh, just north of Dallas, and uh, we were not in Frisco, Texas. We just moved to Carrollton, Texas.
0: So, do you work that whole area there, or is this nationwide? I see you have a one eight hundred number.
24: Nationwide, twenty eight states, one hundred and thirty some odd uh, franchise Hell. territories. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you're franchised. How many? 128, did you say? It's around
1: 130. No, they're in 28 30. states. Oh, yeah, 28 listen. states. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: franchised in 28 states. How much can someone, let's say, because I'll t- frankly, right now, the economy is very tough. A lot of people being laid We're off. We're all looking We're all looking for, for a little else. extra work. If I wanted to pick up poop, how could I start a franchise? How much does it cost? How much, how much are these franchises making?
24: Well there's a lot of good questions there. Um really it's up to you how much you make depending on how hard you work and how long you work at it. But uh I uh my corporately uh I just sold last year our corporate franchise this year in Dallas for one point two million, so I mean it's a serious business.
0: Uh, there.
24: I mean we did uh nationwide, I mean we're a very young franchise organization, just three years old, but last year in two thousand eight we did four point four million and uh we plan on uh you know growing at 50% plus every year for quite a while we've actually grown at 75% plus for the last 5 years uh, year over year and um, to answer your question uh, the franchise fee is 29,900 so it's it's not some uh, amway kind of $200 investment we we've been real pleased to see that we've attracted true business professionals people who of course love dogs but people who understand business and understand Building a secure cash flow. This isn't a one-time service. This is a service people subscribe to. So mm-hmm. once you get the, the customer, they never go back.
2: <laughs> so you do kitty litters too? You scoop litter boxes?
24: We do. We do. We do quite a few uh, kitty litter boxes. It's not in the tens of thousands like the like the dogs. Kitty litter. Uh, the, the one thing that keeps some folks from signing up is we normally have to go in their house. But yeah. It's, poop scooping. We go in their yard, they never see us, Mm. we clean up the mess, and we give them a nice, attractive, you know, safe yard again.
2: Okay, so you do thousands of cats, thousands of dogs. What do you do with all that poop? Yeah, it's got to be (laughs) be my question. (laughs) Sorry
13: about that, Bobby.
4: (laughs) No worries.
24: Well, it's probably hundreds of cats, but definitely tens of thousands of dogs. Um, Well, we consider ourselves a marketing company, first and foremost. It's all about getting the word out there. So as we're out there in the yard, scooping up all this poop, we throw it in the neighbor's yard and then leave a card.
2: <laughs> there you go. You got to know how to market yourself. Properly. Oh, there you Double your business overnight. I love it. I mean, nice one, Red.
1: You, know, we, we have, you, have, you gotta
24: have so much fun in this business. I mean, if you clean a dog mess all day, you have a lot of time to think of all the funny puns. Oh, We've okay. got a million of them. I mean, they call me the chief excrement officer.
2: Oh, CEO. Oh,
24: nice.
1: So. Is that on your card? Not <laughs> yeah, it is. But, you know, under your title.
24: It, it totally is, yeah. <laughs> and uh, most of our franchisees like to be called Entra.
1: Manures. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah.
0: I absolutely love this. I think this is great. I think, in fact, I'm very interested in starting up. Will you go in a few thousand dollars? Hey, uh? well, I'll pitch in. How about you, you, Bobby? You go in a few I thousand. I got $1.50. <laughs> i in. You I'm take in. an IOU there, Red?
10: <laughs> absolutely.
0: If, if people want to learn more about Pet Butler and getting it done there, how much would they pay a month, let's say, for subscription to get there? I like how you call it subscription. It just, subscription doesn't work with the whole poop thing, but. Let's say you wanted uh, to do this. How much would it cost per month?
24: It can vary quite a bit, but on one dog twice a week is very popular. One dog once a week is very popular, but it tends to be uh, 10 to $14 for one dog once a week. And a few dollars more for twice a week service. It doesn't double, and then each additional dog is usually around two to five dollars. So it's not—it's not like it doubles for each dog. Does so, it matter
0: what kind of dog you have? Because I'll tell you, like Ladybug the <laughs> Studio Stunt Chihuahua small, little, very easy, manageable poops.
24: You no, know, it doesn't matter if we have to get in there with a microscope or a backhoe. But we, <laughs>
23: <laughs> we, there you go. <laughs> well.
24: the, the small stuff is harder to find. The big stuff is, of course, a, a much more disgusting. But no, we we handle it all. We dispose properly, and um, we just take away that hassle that is uh, plagues so many backyards and steals the joy from pet ownership for so many people. Let's
0: give out the number one eight hundred Pet Butler, and of course, the website petbutler dot and we'll link to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Red, wow. Um, <laughs> did, did it? Did this happen at happy hour when you decided that you were going to start this business? <laughs> I
24: think it did yeah we have you know we, we handle all the phone calls for all our franchisees and we handle all the billing and collections so we do most of their work for them and it if you if you're bored and you want some to have some fun, you ought to be around our offices on Friday and Saturday nights when all the folks are at the bars because we get more crank calls <laughs> from, people, from people talking talking about their grandmother and their little brother in the backyard and you know it's
0: just, oh. red thank you so much for joining us today absolutely thank you I appreciate it red Boswell. Check out the website petbutler.com, one eight hundred petbutler. We have more animal radio on the way.
4: Is your dog a Lucky Dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com
15: ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors haven't we all now defending your dream is easier with simple solution stain and odor remover the new and improved rapid response formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal this new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine feces and vomit your dream is our reality simple solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide listen to the news (laughs) Two dogs rescued from a locked car.
14: Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local
5: policeman saved a cat today.
14: Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org. Or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Fido-friendly magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you.
5: Woof. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. And I
11: I Vinny Penn, party animal. I'm just going to come right out and say it. My sister and my brother-in-law killed the family pet and ate it for dinner. And ate it for dinner. I'm just going to say it with, with my nephews, my two small nephews. Uh, if that's not further proof of uh, the economy being in turmoil, as if any of you needed it, I don't know what is. Killing the family pet and eating it for dinner? You heard right. But I guess I should explain that the uh, family pet at the time, and just for a few days, was a lobster. (laughs) Get a load of this. My nephew has just uh, begun fancying lobster. My sister tells me recently on the phone that they went out for a seafood dinner. He tried lobster for the first time, and he loved it. So me being the good uncle that I am. Uh, and a big fan of Lobster Graham. I don't know how many of you out there are familiar with Lobster Graham. You can go right online and, and send like a variety of different meals, you know, chowders and ste- even steaks and things like that. But, of course, uh, seafood and namely, obviously, lobsters. I said, I'm going to be the good uncle, Uncle Vinny, even though they call me Uncle Sam. But that's a real long story. So I sent them out a, a little small order of, of uh, lobsters for the family. Well, my sister's got the bright idea. She's going to open the box, open the crate when it shows up uh, with the boys. And when they see that the live lobster in there that was sent along with some chowders, as I said, and whatnot, uh, the kids scream in in ecstasy and immediately named him Plankton. Uh, and my sister and my brother-in-law didn't know what to do. They're like they 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 think it's a pet. They're calling him plankton. They, they just they they can't process that the lobster they've eaten at restaurants, even though it looks exactly the same, just not moving, uh, is what they're and they would never hear of eating it. So for three days, they had to kind of let the lobster hang around. I don't know if it was three days. I'm kind of running amok right now. And then ultimately do what all parents do and lie that Plankton ran away one day while they were at school. But, hey, lobsters for dinner tonight. We got it from them. They just kind of uh, served it in a way that the kids didn't know they're eating Plankton. Am I the bad guy in this, because my sister screamed at me when we opened the crate, we didn't know it would be alive, it was waving its arms at us, and then said, "What am I going to send you a dead lobster? Uh, that's what Italians do when they're threatening your life I, I, Of course it's going to be alive It's, it's lobster Graham am I going to send you a dead lobster uh, and she said they had to let it crawl around on the carpets for a while, and the kids were playing with it because of course the claws were uh they're closed up with elastic bands and whatnot and i'm made to look at the bad guy and now of course the children think that plankton made his way all the way from las vegas nevada to reno and is living a good life on a farm somewhere with sunny my sister's uh collie that died a couple of years back plankton and sunny sounds like a fox tv show vinnie Pet, party animal
5: animal radio You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
17: This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio,
22: urging you to spay or neuter your pet.
5: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered.
0: It's Animal Radio. You lucky dog! Celebrating our connection with our pets, we all gather around the radio for a pretty measly paycheck, but we really enjoy what we do. It's Doctor Debbie Vlad, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn, Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. Susan Sims, Bobby doing news. She actually pays us, by the way, <laughs> to do that. Doctor Jim Humphreys on the way, and Brit Savage. We just have a lot of fun doing this. I think this is the only show in America where you have a team of the like this, a dream team of experts, get together and celebrate the connection with our pets. Dr. Debbie White is the animal radio vet. She prefers to be called just Dr. Debbie. Is that is that correct? You're, you're a casual doctor.
8: It works fine for me, yeah. I'm just all here about the pets. And like you said, we love our animals. So uh, is this Sean?
10: Yeah.
8: Hi, this is Dr. Debbie. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. So what can we do for you?
10: Um I have a, <clears throat> a Jack Russell mixed terrier, and um we had him neutered a few months ago, and ever since we had him neutered, um he never used to use a restroom in a house at all, but now he's doing number one and number two oh uh, dear. You know kind of kind of like not in one specific area, just kind of a little bit of here and everywhere <laughs> but uh so we so he was house trained.
8: He, yeah, was that originally was. house trained?
10: Yes, he was. Okay. And then we had him neutered, and then now he's not. So we were just wondering if the vet messed something up, or <laughs> is he just mad, or, or what the deal is.
8: All right. For, first I'm going to ask you, how old is he?
10: He is about a year and a half.
8: Okay. So what made you wait a year and a half to get him neutered, well, if I can ask?
10: Because, oh, because we didn't get him when he was a puppy. We got him when he was already... I don't know, probably close to a year old, we got him. Okay. I mean, he was just a stray. <laughs> so we took okay. him in. And
8: alrighty. And does he, um, as far as playing around the house, interacting with people, how does he do if someone new comes to the home, um, if there's children around?
10: Yes, yes. We have a, a son. and um, I mean, he's the loveliest dog you ever see. <laughs> if there's someone <laughs> willing to give attention, then he's willing to jump up on their laps and, you know, whatever. I mean, he's a real friendly lovey dog and to other dogs,
8: too, really. so It's just strange. Yeah, and I guess what I'm getting at is sometimes, I mean, neutering definitely, you know, I think it's a great idea that you neutered him because not only, um, you know, the health benefits, but just it removes a whole lot of issues, and unfortunately, we're talking about an issue that generally is helped by neutering. The times that we don't see some helping with, um, problems with elimination issues can be as if there's something else kind of underlying the surface. And that's kind of what I was trying to probe and figure out. Because Jack Russell Terriers can tend to be little, um, dominant little personalities, <laughs> if you will. Um, they're little dogs, but they think they're big ones. And sometimes they like to kind of boss things around the house. So that's why I was just checking to see if there was maybe any kind of things where he takes, um, control of certain furniture, um, if he nips heels or if he barks excessively when people come to the door, any of those type of things where we might have maybe an underlying, a little bit of a dominant streak that just for some reason after the neutering has kind of come to the surface. Um, And the other big things that I always kind of look back on is after a neutering experience, we want to make sure that certain things that we do because of the surgery have not upset the pet's, uh, life in any way. Sometimes those cones that us veterinarians that we like to prescribe post-operatively, they're important, but they can be very, uh, peculiar for the dogs, and that can even dis- uh, develop some behavioral problems. They may not want to use the doggy door. They may not walk normally. They may not even eliminate normally. So things like post-operative e-collars and medical collars can be very um, troublesome for some pets. So that can actually throw a wrench in things. And even sometimes some of the post-op medications might throw things a little bit out of whack. So I don't know what exactly started this off for your fella, but I'd say the, the solution is going to be we're going to have to treat them like six-month-old puppy. Um, So we're going to have to actually treat him like a puppy who does not have house training skills. And that means to go back to the square one um, where we're not going to leave him um, unsupervised um, without you around, that every time we take him outside and we manually take him outside, preferably on a leash to go do his elimination areas, we praise him excessively, lay it on really heavy, really thick, And that will work wonders as a positive reinforcement. But we cannot allow him to have that free access of the home that he's probably very comfortable with and that we have come to expect. Because if you do that, you're going to set him up for failure. So treat him like that little six-month-old puppy. And you're going to really have to work hard to get him back to where he was. And I can't say, I know you said something about, you know, did the veterinarian do something wrong? And there's really not anything surgically that I could say would cause this. But some of those other things that I mentioned, you know, the, the cone, the medication, being away from home, some of those factors can really kind of maybe throw a little wrench in the system in a, in a household situation. So I'd see if we can do that and get back to the basics with house training and but uh, no quick, easy fix, so, so I don't have a, a quick one for you, Sean.
10: Okay. I appreciate it. So uh, we'll just try to start over, like you said, because, I mean, he was house trained before, then now he's not, so... <laughs>
8: Yeah, but, but yeah, no, and I would, I'd would work with your veterinarian because, you know, they may know his personality and may have some other insight and some tips on what might work best for your situation. But, but yeah, it, I know it's so hard to take them back and, and think of them as a pup because you've come to trust and, and allow them certain trust within the home. So it's a little bit challenging to kind of remember uh, or to imagine them in that puppyhood mode where you have to keep them confined or crated and you can't give them that full trust in the home. But, Hang in there, and you'll get there.
0: That's all we have time for today. Remember, everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1-866-405-8405, or email us at at animalradio.com. That's all we have time for. We'll see you next week. Bye.
4: Bye. Have a great week.
0: Bye.